If you ask me to summarize success at work as a conference interpreter in a single word, I would say trusted. And if you ask me the same in three words, I would say trusted meaning broker. Early on, I figured out intuitively that interpreting was about getting the meaning of discourse in one language as fully as possible and conveying that meaning as masterfully as feasible in the other language. <laughs> of course, in those early years, that is not the language I would have used. My first working languages were Bete and Guru, then French as a primary school kid. Many local workers in Africa who are penalized by prejudice about their capacities, pressured by their social environments, and paralyzed by self-doubt need guidance to boost their confidence, their competence, and their compensation. That's why the Homegrown and World Class podcast provides practical guidance to help you grow from where you stand to where you stand out. Because local workers in Africa must know that excellence is not an import product. If you listened to episode 7, you know that pursuing mastery in any craft involves three M words, masters, mindset, method. My ongoing learning and development as a conference interpreter is a good illustration of what I call the master's mindset method strategy for success at work. I hope you'll get some inspiration insight or instruction from this episode to help you grow from where you stand to where you stand out as a local conference interpreter in Africa. Hi, my name is Paul J. Braga and this is Season 2 of the Homegrown and World Class Podcast, where I guide you and cheer you on every Tuesday as you explore and pursue mastery in specific jobs and job families. You're listening to episode 23 of the Homegrown and World Class podcast on pursuing mastery in conference interpreting as a local worker in Africa. If you ask me to summarize success at work as a conference interpreter in a single word, I would say trusted. And if you ask me the same in three words, I would say trusted meaning broker. Early on, I figured out intuitively that Interpreting was about getting the meaning of discourse in one language as fully as possible and conveying that meaning as masterfully as feasible in the other language. <laughs> of course, in those early years, that is not the language I would have used. My first working languages were Bete and Guru, then French as a primary school kid. I became a trusted meaning broker very early on, and developed a level of self-confidence as a result. I grew from what Brian Harris calls a natural interpreter. I was soon to add English to the mix once in secondary school. However, I did not have Mr. Zungrana's dream. Mr. Pierre Zungrana was my second form English teacher. He once said that he had dreamed of becoming a conference interpreter like one of his uncles, and he thought I was interpreter material. I did not know what he was talking about. I had no uncle like his. I could interpret somewhat, but I had no clue what it meant to be a conference interpreter. Less than a decade later, 
I became an interpreter at Christian conferences. I guess I had become a conference interpreter without knowing. <laughs> I never called myself a conference interpreter in those days. No one did at my church. Yes, I did interpret, and yes, people called me an interpreter, but no one ever called me a conference interpreter, even though I was interpreting at international conferences. <laughs> That's probably one of the benefits of formal training. You get to know your titles <laughs> from the outset. Let's talk more about training in light of this underlying question. Are conference interpreters born or bred? Here's my simple answer. Some conference interpreters are born, others are bred, and both classes need foundational training plus continued professional development anyway. With born interpreters, you train the ease and excellence they display, quote-unquote, naturally. With bred interpreters, you train them to ease and excellence, because both natural talent and trained competence need nurturing. Therefore, whichever your profile, pursuing mastery involves learning from masters. Where a formally trained interpreter would be told in class who the masters are and their essential works and concepts, a self-trained interpreter would have to find out while groping slowly in the dark without a guide. Things have become much easier today with the internet. I started translating and interpreting professionally, which means for a living, back in 1996-1997, that is, in late 20th century Africa. Today, if you want to become a trained translator or conference interpreter in Africa, the best option is probably the PAMSIT Network of African Universities. PAMSIT stands for Pan-African Masters Consortium for Interpretation and Translation. If you want to learn more about the PAMSIT, ask Google or ChatGPT. <laughs> I did not have that option in my younger years and I couldn't afford the loftier options of the time, but people's trust in my ability as a meaning broker had become convertible to CFA francs. One and a half decades later, their trust even became convertible to US dollars. Therefore, maintaining and consolidating the trust meant growing from where I stood. Over the years, I have learned from masters like Osimo, Guadek, Nida, Seleskovic and Lederer, Ladmirol, Martin Luther, Baker, Gilles, Gillis, and many others. I also learned a great deal from professional associations, as well as from the work and feedback of seasoned peers on the ground. The trick here is that I developed my own curriculum by picking the brains of those masters and mentors. And that has a bearing on the mindset and method parts of my master's mindset method strategy for success at work. First, on mindset. Overall, I'm a confident human being, and there lies the main hazard for any autodidact professional. Not knowing what they don't know, they might fall prey to what is now known as the Dunning-Kruger effect of overconfidence in their abilities. Learning from the masters effectively offsets that. And if you develop your personal curriculum from the contents of the masters, using a relevant competency framework, you'll be safe. I spoke about competency frameworks in episode 6, The Anatomy of Success at Work. 
this is very important because when it comes to mindset as a conference interpreter, no trait is as essential as confidence coupled with humility. Now on method. You surely remember from episode 7 that my method had three components. Goal setting, gap bridging, and growth hacking. The growth hack here is that my personal curriculum is not only useful to me as a learner, but I also use it to pass on the learning in a structured manner. I've had a few successful experiences with the volunteer conference interpreters of my faith community. And as the saying goes, while we teach, we learn. How are you pursuing mastery in conference interpreting as a local worker in Africa? Thanks for going to the homegrown and world-class website and leaving a private voice message to contribute to the conversation. You've been listening to Homegrown and World Class, the podcast that addresses Africa's skills gap one worker at a time and helps you grow from where you stand to where you stand out as a local worker in Africa. Remember, excellence is not an import product. Subscribe to the podcast, join the conversation and start your homegrown to world-class journey today. Visit www.homegrownandworldclass.com.